0: You're listening to the Bomb Bad Generals.
1: General? Oh. Hello and welcome to the Bomb Bad Generals. It's Seth and I'm here
0: with Matt. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Matt. How are you? Uh, I'm getting over something. So my voice is a little scratchy today, but hopefully that just. Uh Adds to the sexy allure that I try to bring to every podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, I think you're a little pitch deeper. So, and Todd, unfortunately, Todd was unable to make it again. Speaking um, of good Todd's reviews, sp- yeah. Speaking, yeah, speaking of good reviews, Todd is actually preparing his accepted speech for the o- Oscars coming up. Um, he wasn't invited, but he has full confidence he's going to win an Oscar with his indie Star Wars fan fiction sword film that he made. So, um, good luck, Todd. Well, prayers and good luck, Todd. <laughs> prayers and hopes up for Todd on there. So <laughs> today we have a very super cool special episode. Matt and I have been really excited about this one. But later this month, March 22nd is actually the five years since the release date. Um, so we're actually going to take a trip down memory lane and just talk about all that has happened from March 22nd, 2018 to Today. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty cash episode, uh, that we're just going to have a lot of fun
0: with. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited for this one. I think, you know, Legion got a lot of new players during the pandemic, especially. And, you know, if you just started playing in the last few years, you might've heard of tauntauns and shore chains and whatever. And like, why, why are these, th- were these things so great? I've basically never seen them on the table. And we kind of want to talk through some of that stuff. Uh, all the, the ways that things have morphed and changed over five long years. So we kind of got a timeline
1: down. So we're just going to go through a whole timeline of the lifespan of Star Wars Legion. Hopefully in the next, in five years, we can do a 10 year anniversary of Legion, you know? <laughs> so That would be cool. Uh, that would be cool. It would be cool. It would be cool. And so, uh, well, first, first of all, um, Legion was announced Gen Con, uh, August, 2017 at Gen Con, um, Matt, what did you think about it when it was first
0: announced? Yeah, so actually when it was first announced, I was just like exact same time. I was just starting to get into Star Wars Armada and I saw the announcement for this game called Star Wars Legion and I was looking at it and I thought, that looks kind of cool. Oh, but you have to assemble and paint the miniatures. That's a no from me. I ain't going to be doing that. So that was my first impression.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I wasn't even in the tabletop community. Like, I haven't even played a tabletop game. You know, I play, I'm i still playing. I'm still a noob and playing Settlers of Catan, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. This was yep, kind of yep. me kind of first starting to, to venture beyond that. I think I played a lot of board games with the family. And, you know, this was when I was first starting to move out and kind of explore the wider world of, of games. So. It was, it lined up well for me for that. But the same day, August 18th, 2017, the first Serastro video drops. So um, if you're not familiar, he's a painter on YouTube who among other things, ah, fantastic painter, really, really good, does very good tutorials, including a bunch of Star Wars Legion tutorials. You know, Between the announced date and the release of Legion, I believe he had a tutorial for every single miniature in the core box so i did not find the you know i did not watch the luke skywalker video the day it released but eventually i stumbled across serastro in the months after and i had started painting armada squadrons and that kind of got my foot in the door for painting miniatures and then when i saw the serastro video it was like okay i can't do what he does because he's amazing but (laughs) I can at least yeah. follow these steps. I know what kind of colors to get, and I can follow this tutorial. And it made everything feel so much more approachable for me. So that when Star Wars Legion released on May 22nd or March 22nd, 2018, I bought two core sets ATST, T47. Like I was all in by release day. <laughs> so quick turnaround from not for me Super to cool. I'm buying everything day one.
1: Dang, dang! And what was the appeal of like of Star Wars Legion that wasn't Star Wars Armada? You know,
0: I think it's I I had kind of seen like Imperial Assault and the the idea of like the characters really appealed to me. There's just something about like the board and the terrain. And seeing the heroes that you know and love that really excited me and kind of like this grand army idea yeah. with you. Hey, I can grab a bunch of stormtroopers and an ATST invader and go to battle, right? That sort of thing. So yeah. when it released Star Wars Legion, it was Luke, Vader, rebel troopers, stormtroopers, speeder bikes, ATRTs. Was the corset, and then an airspeeder and an ATSD. Now this is kind of where we get to our first like units were not what they are today because the T forty seven. So months later, <laughs> you know when uh, the fifth trooper ran, I believe it was the Northeast Open. a oh, way later, uh, they gave out the Golden T forty seven award for the jankiest list because the T forty seven at that time was a janky janky unit. It cost yeah. as much as an ATST. It didn't have surge to anything. And it could be hit by impact grenades. And literally every single unit the Empire had remember, Vader, stormtroopers, bikes, ATST they all had impact. So seven wounds did not last long. It was awful. It was a very, yeah. very bad unit back in the day. Oh, man. So that was kind of the first, the first uh, exposure to Star Wars Legion. looked great. I remember. Yep. Um, hmm. The first event I went to, I said, "Ah, screw it, whatever." I'm just going to run a, a list. It was a seven activation list. That was. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, back then, remember, it was true. There was not really a way to get to ten activations. Like, you know, right There's now, no special
1: there, forces or anything. No.
0: Well so uh, this kind of takes us to wave two because this was after wave two actually may 2018 we get wave two which was general veers snowtroopers leia and fleets and from what i understand it was all designed together so it was designed together released in two waves at that point Mm -hmm. you could get 10 activations but essentially it was veers six six stormtroopers and three bikes or leia six rebels and three atrts so here's yeah. triple bike was like it was it was the thing but I was saying yeah. hey screw it whatever I'll, I'll play seven acts I played a one of everything so it was Luke Leia I had an MPL like the ion rebel gun a z6 a yeah. fleet a t-47 an atrt it You're was all a over bad the place list. it was it was fun <laughs> but uh yeah there were very limited options back in the day mm-hmm
1: yep. And then after that came pretty a big um, a decision for battle decks. And turn zero was priority supplies. So like July twelfth, twenty eighteen, priority supplies came out.
0: Yeah. So that was um, it. Only it was not like a, an expansion. We'll get to later. It was not like um, oh, what is vital it? assets? Yeah, vital assets. This uh, priority supplies gave you one additional condition. One additional. Uh, objective, one additional deployment, Mm -hmm. right? But now it meant that there was actually value in being, you know, in using your battle deck. Because before, if there's only four options for each category, every player's battle deck is going to be exactly the same. So, at first, you know, I was thinking, well, red is what you would want to bid for, because then you get to have last ban, uh, you get to deploy second with more information, all of that sort of thing. But actually, back in the day, KP was the single biggest reason to bid for blue. And people were bidding, bidding big for blue because of KP. Because back in the day, it was blue player would place, red player would place, blue player would place. So you would, as Oof. blue player, you would have two very advantageous key positions close to your deployment zone as opposed to now when one has to go as close to the middle as possible
1: yes nuts (laughs) but that was also back when like it was only the three card flip so like Mm -hmm. that's where like blue could like have KP in the third slot and just like ban the
0: first two into KP and it was pretty much an auto win back then right it was if you could get that you were golden so, yeah, yeah, it was pretty quickly errated. But there was a time there where that's why people were bidding for blue.
1: for yeah. Key positions. Yeah. yeah. But then, and then the next release.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, and then the next release, that's when things got really spicy because we had uh, Han, and the commandos with uh, Bobas and Scouts. So this was about uh, August and September releases. And so you actually have special forces boba being the first operative
0: when they announced Indeed. the game when they made the rule book and all the cards there was no mention of operatives but when they nice. initially designed it there were no operatives and then immediately they were like oh shoot we should add a different rank because we need to fit <laughs> guys like boba in there so then yeah. you know they were like ah dang it uh operatives are a thing now so if you bought like a a set of Uh, tokens you know order tokens right at the start of the game and it's like oh man you know I know I I had to go back and say hey uh, can you guys make some custom operative tokens too because now I need those but the big thing were the snipers Seth why were OG snipers so crazy
1: so currently our snipers are range one to five when they were first released, they were one to infinite range. So you could just like how Cassian and uh, Iden Versio is now. And so like you could spam up to three snipers and have three piercing shots. And of course, back then your, your boards, there was like little to no line of sight blockers or cover. So like a lot of these snipers were getting open shots and just decimating the battlefield from far, far away. <laughs>
0: It was also they were, much smaller they were dice pools, right? So a single yeah. hit going through, even if they were shooting heavy down to light, if they got a single hit through Pierce 1, you know, that was good stuff, right? You know, the peak efficiency yeah. at the time was like a Rebel Z6, which is putting like one or two hits past cover. So having these triple snipers, especially, as you say, on those rough early tables, it was huge, and the sniper war was was the game. It was, hey, Mm -hmm. who can kill each other's snipers first and have the most snipers left over to then snowball and take the game from there. Yeah, yeah. And at this Uh, point, between this and the next release, so November, December 2018, is when we get Palp and IRG, Chewie, Wookiees. mm -hmm. Palp is kind of the hipster choice. By the time we get Palpatine, (laughs) we kind of have all the all the lists that end up going to the inaugural worlds, as of now, Mm -hmm. the only worlds that we've seen for Star Wars Legion, they've already settled out, right? Yeah. And we can talk about those probably more when we start thinking about um, Worlds 2019. But... Yeah, yeah. The groundwork is set.
1: The ground... Yes. So, Power by R G, and then in the spring, we then get Rogue One stuff.
0: It was cool. That was... it was, it was not so cool. flashy. It was not... It didn't really yeah. make a big meta impact, but I was very excited. Yes. I, I liked Pathfinders as an aesthetic.
1: Yeah. And when we say Rogue One, it was just the... um, It was just the Rebel side of things, right? It was
0: Jin Pathfinders, Krennic, Death Troopers. Because, okay. yes, there was yeah. some more Rogue One stuff to come, I guess. And then also... Death
1: Troopers were fun to, like, get. They were a mm-hmm. cool, hot commodity they, at the beginning. They were
0: very good. Now, their weakness was yes. sniper shots, uh, because yeah. you know, red surging saves, but it was frustrating to shoot into them with something like a rebel C6 because if you're only yep. putting one or two hits past cover, it's pretty. We're gonna save out. Yeah, they just yeah. save out, and you're like, oh my goodness! And they're they're hitting you at range four. Like In, that yeah. that range four dice pool was big. Yeah, and it's just like, well, I I as a rebel player, I don't really have an answer to this. I have to get to range three, but I'm going to be dead by then.
1: Yeah. This was also back when, like, you could force push units off the battlefield and they would leave,
0: right? there, That was a thing for a little bit. Yes.
1: I know at the beginning, sorry, we probably, we skipped past that, but that was a pretty big thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that one got fixed pretty quickly. Um, the yeah. a unit off the board lasted a little bit longer. I know that lasted yeah. until at least... The clone wars core set because i panicked grievous off the table in those days yeah um but yeah force push yeah you you didn't want to get force pushed off the side <laughs> of the table that you was just a real you tried step. to avoid the side of the ta- tables yeah. so yeah yeah keep your um, jedi in the middle
1: for sure okay so spring 2019 rogue one and then may 2019 uh, early summer we got the first rrg the first errata have happened uh, some of the things I know they had the the coordinated fire nerf, um, which I did not experience that, but like can you explain a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, I didn't play too much in the day, but basically coordinated fire was uncapped. So if a unit spent three aims, it could pass along three aims to the next unit. So oh let's Lord. say you spotter a unit, you take an aim action. Then you have two aims, you pass two aims to the next unit. Maybe they've also been spotted by Veers. So now they've got three aims, and then they take an aim action, so they've got four aims. Then they pass four aims to the next unit. And it's just silly amounts of aims uh, that can go through there. So Coordinated Fire, really, really good card. That was kind of one of the first big nerfs that we saw when it comes to Mm -hmm. uh, actually like command cards, units sort of thing. So they got yeah. that in four worlds because that happened, kind of right as I was starting to you know finish school and amp up my my Legion playing a bit, start to actually play you know casually at the time, but at least getting games in. And yep. the the worlds was cool. It was perfectly four Empire, four Rebels, so a good split. We had yeah. some big names that you might still recognize uh, making the finals: Luke Cook and Kyle Dornboss. So those guys obviously still around and doing quite well. And every single rebel list that went to worlds that, or that was brought to worlds was wonder twins. So Seth, I see you have a note in here that that's kind of what you started with. And we kind of talked earlier, about like, you know, as of August, September, the world's lists were locked in wonder twins. Yeah. As soon as snipers came out, it was a thing. What was wonder twins? So Wonder
1: Twins was Luke, Leia, spam rebel troopers with a heavy, and then you spam your uh, snipers. Uh, and that was like, it was just the the synergy between Luke and Leia helped a lot. Luke handing out dodges. And then uh, Leia with the coordinated fire, that was pretty big early on. I'm just kidding. Because like that the actually helped a lot with Leia on the yeah. scene. Sy- yeah, coordinated bombardment because that helped a lot with like the sniper war, um, sniper wars because Leia could easily take out opponent snipers with their sharpshooter too. Um, but like, <laughs> I was like, when I first like started the game, I was like, man, what, like, how do I build a list? Like, what is a good list? And so I was like, looked up, I was like, wonder twins. I was like, Oh, easy. Like <laughs> Luke and Luke and Leia, like dynamic duo for star Wars. Of course mm-hmm. I was terrible with it though, because yeah. I hate playing white saves. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. But um, definitely a bit more on the vanilla side of lists back in the days. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Yeah. Commander Luke, Leia, six Z6 rebels, three snipers. And you had enough points to, like, have a little bit of a twist, you know? Your twist might be, ooh, I I, uh, put a medic on one of my squads. Yippee. (laughs) Or one of those Z6 rebels is going to be a... Fleet unit with a rebel officer and a shotgun. Ooh, yeah, you know, like that Ooh. was kind of <laughs> the variety that you saw. So yeah, yeah, pretty cookie cutter. But of course, you know the game mm-hmm. was kind of in its infancy, and I think the next releases could have blown things wide open. You know, Bosk and Sabine. Yep. came out J- June twenty eighth. Bosk, I mean, as as my experiences were. At least last summer, you know, he's pretty good uh, still. But back in the days, something like lying in wait, forcing five crits Pierce one. We talked about the small dice pools. Like, pretty good. That, that was terrifying. That was yeah. utterly terrifying to have that kind of capability start at range four, right? Yeah. And then obviously explosions similarly, it could just blow up an entire army. It was big offensive potential back in the day.
1: Yeah. But also, like, big suppression potential, because there wasn't a lot of Mm -hmm. suppression mitigation um, to, like, Inspire wasn't in the game, except for Leia and It was Leia and
0: Veers, like and Veers only had Inspire 1. So, you know, most armies had a little bit, but not a whole lot. So, putting 2 suppression on everything, you know, because it's all Courage 1 core, too, for the most part. Not a lot of, you know, we had the officer upgrade, but people weren't really taking those all that much. So... The other thing with Sabine and Boss, from what I can recall, those were the first models we had that came with multiple poses. You know, it was That's just cool. swapping out arms, but it was at least a stepping towards like, hey, we can really kind of customize these things now, which was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then so after that, that was so in August of 2019, we had, oh, this changed the meta the yeah. shores and tauntauns and so the second wave of rogue one came out uh and then we also had the Dubacks come out that time right
0: sort of they sort or, of got delayed so if you have, if you've ever heard of the dewbuckle they shipped with the wrong sized base so that uh the dewback release was delayed a while because they had to swap out all the bases in the boxes there yeah but it was a very lopsided release, right? So as mm-hmm. as you mentioned, completely meta changing, which we'll get into, and kind of why Sabine and Bosk didn't necessarily shift things like we might have thought. Like they obviously still made yeah. appearances, but not nearly as yeah. much as Tons and Shores. So no. for the, both both armies got a core unit with a detachment. So veterans, mm-hmm. Shores mortars mark II's, and they both got a creature trooper and yeah. it was incredibly lopsided because the rebel creature trooper the tauntaun was vastly superior to the dewback and yes. the imperial uh core the shores and mortars were vastly superior to the rebels uh veterans at the time the veterans were mm-hmm. really not good um yeah. the heavy was only range one to three it was much more expensive it was very lopsided, but you know why? Like for those who have maybe only heard about this in you know hushed tones, why why were tauns and shores such a big deal? Uh,
1: so two different reasons. I'll stick on the tauns because I actually yeah. played a lot of that. Um, so taun wise, um, they were super fast and got into melee uh, with their relentless, uh, with their ram. Ram one, where you can change any dice. Doesn't matter if it was a hit, a surge, or anything. It could, you could change any dice to a crit. So, like with Ram two, you would go in, engage, and just ram into them if you made a full speed three move. Which um, you and were. then what we, yeah, which of course. And then what you could do is back then you could uh, disengage, like you could move out of combat freely, like a, a creature trooper could. And so you would just make a full move around. Uh, and then you have reposition. So you just move move a little bit back in and you ran back into that same unit. So, like, in two rounds, like, you're like killing a unit right there and you're forcing five to six saves in melee. And, like, the trooper unit, they have to, like, spend their whole activation to disengage. And it was
0: just, it was really hurtful. It they was had pretty brutal. Basically, super disengage. And yes. again, that dice pool was just huge, right? You know, if you were talking, 4 black, 2 white, maybe throw tenacity in there. You know, you're getting a decent number of hits before you even factor in, hey, I'm going to dice fix 2 of these to crits. And yeah. now I've charged your lines, I have 2 dodges. You can either punch me and maybe not do a whole lot, or you can withdraw and lose action efficiency. So yeah. tons are really good. Shores as well. Um, they... Um, comms relay could go on emplacements this is the entire reason why comms relay now says non emplacement Um, it it meant that you could order a single shore trooper they would coordinate to to a mortar which had comms relay would bounce the order to your next shore trooper would bounce that order to the next mortar would bounce that to another shore trooper to the last mortar so you would get target on all of your shores and once again, the shore dice pool was on a one really, dip. really good. Yeah, And really good at range four, right? Four dice critical yeah. one at range four plus mortars. Um, yep. You know, three dice crit one at range four. Basically, this is when you see, you know, obviously rebels swap to taunts because taunts were very good. But you also just start seeing naked rebel core everywhere because they can't mm-hmm. compete in the gun line game they are outranged, they nice. they're fire they have no shot. So they have to play the aggressive uh, ton game. And, you know, thinking back on this, it's like, I was a very, I was a noob at the time, right? And <laughs> I, before the units even released, I was like, hey, if I just put a comms relay on this thing, then I can trigger, you know, all these really yeah. good keywords for very low cost. And... Similarly, with Tons, I was like, oh, wow, these things look really good. I had one on pre order, and then, like, when I saw the unit card, I was like, oh, man, yeah, I, I gotta get a few yeah. more of these. So it was not intricate, I would say, just as far as, like, seeing yeah. the sheer power level. A noob like me kind of instantly knew these are really good. <laughs> Obviously, in the hands of very good players, they were devastating. But, yes. Kind of unlike. I would say, unlike the blizzard meta, you know, some metas are like the blizzard meta where there's not really a great hard counter blizzard rec You just play the thing when tons and shores were around, you actually saw a rise again in things like Palpatine, um, Mm -hmm. because he was really good tech against Hans. So you can actually see counter meta lists doing very well. Now, a lot of yeah. those lists also kind of had shore shore troopers in them, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but I that's the kind of meta I like, where you've got good stuff, but then you can also be rewarded for having a clever counter. Um, so yeah. that was probably the last heyday of Palpatine uh, mm-hmm. when he was really succeeding. I think he won uh, he won LVO, he won Nova, so getting the big big tournament wins.
1: Yeah, and. Back then, it was like, if you played Palpatine, you were like a really experienced player because Palpatine was not like any other unit in the game. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot more strategy that went in, along with Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So, no, pretty sure. hipster. Pretty hipster. And then, okay, and then September 2019, we got our first point adjustment. Uh, this, like, we had our errata, but this was actually a change of points. Um, they uh, removed... They did some errata as well, like removed the plotting from the eWeb. EWeb, They increased FD Laser Cannon to range 5. Uh, they changed the CMO 93. Was it two weeks? They brought it down in price, right? Like,
0: instantly, they brought the price down. It was released yeah. for maybe two weeks, and they brought the price down. From what I understand yeah. and heard at the time is that at the last second, they... It was basically through all of playtesting. I think it had the suppressive keyword on it. At the last second, they mm. removed that keyword and did not adjust the price of the card. Um, mm. So when it released, they they did do a, a, a points adjustment right away. It was still really bad, but uh, it, it. I think it holds a record probably for the fastest unit adjustment relative to release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the big, after- yeah, no. the big one. Yeah, the big one. October eighteenth, twenty nineteen, Clone yes. Wars Corset. Here we go, Seth. This is that's, this is you time.
1: This is where the whole game changes. So just the corset set released shortly after. You had Rex and Dooku um, released after that, but that's kind of where I enter into the gaming scene. Like finally, I'm here. <laughs> um, but I actually stumbled, kind of like you. On uh, I was looking up Serasto painting miniatures for mcp the game that just came out and i found star wars legion i found his tutorials there and i was like oh my gosh this is so much cooler because just the whole idea of like big thematic games armies i've seen some play of like warhammer and i was like man eh not my thing but like for star wars yes 100 percent in so i'm all in uh, and so I bought and like get the Clone Wars, get the all the core sets for Christmas and everything. So, <laughs> there we go. That,
0: that's really cool for me to hear because I didn't realize that we both kind of discovered Legion or at least, you know, got that final push to get into it both from Serastro. And looking at yeah, it now, yeah. like the original videos, they're anywhere from, you know, 200, 300 you know, one even up to four hundred thousand. Surprisingly, the, the the most views Um, on one of the early videos is Stormtrooper's painting guide at (laughs) 396,000 views. That seems like if I was looking up a tutorial, I wouldn't go first to the Stormtrooper. That seems like one of the easier (laughs) ones you don't need a guide for.
1: Well, here's what you do. You paint your first Stormtrooper and you're like, this looks like crap. And then you watch a video. (laughs) True. I mean,
0: yeah, that's fair. White is very difficult to paint. So yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah. That makes more sense now that I think about it a little, but. You know, if just 1% of the people who saw those videos ended up getting into Legion because of it, like, that's yeah. so many people. And That's I think super cool. Great move by FFG um, partnering mm-hmm. up there. And I, I'm interested to see if they, you know, do something similar with, with Shatterpoint when that comes out. Obviously, AMG seems like they have some sort of connection with them if they're doing MCP yeah. stuff, so remains to be seen i think a great way to to get people into the hobby so really really yeah, cool
1: yeah yeah and then the 2020 you have op luke invader come out um so this was our first duplicate unit like of the <laughs> like same character just a new version uh so first that then opened and up
0: cards as well yeah, yeah.
1: first six command cards and then you had your r2d2 with c3po come out for the rebels and the gar uh man he was broken when he first came he out was
0: 35 <laughs> points and
1: insane. 35 yep. points yeah yeah um and so seeing that but also people are preparing for the world tournament um and then what you had the emergency rules update for shores and tauns between
0: yeah So sometime in February 2020, I believe, we got a, I don't think it was even like a full RRG change. It might've been just like a, it was some sort of thing that just said, it was an
1: article or something. Yeah.
0: That said like, okay, um, uh, comms relay doesn't work on emplacement troopers anymore. And, uh, creature trooper rules are different. They can't get out of melee for free. Yeah. Yeah, so they got ringed in quite a bit. Yeah, uh, which was good, you know. Obviously, really good. Uh, crazy that they would do something to fix a an out of control meta list between LVO and Worlds. <laughs> um, wow, yeah, <laughs>
1: wild, wild. Even just a l- it was just little changes too. Like they were still playable. Uh, yeah. Like, you still saw that- shores everywhere, Tawns everywhere, but yeah. So, uh, and then after that uh, we go to late February this is when the wave 2 of the core set comes out of the Clone Wars come out where like you have your phase 2's oh my gosh your phase 2's this is the first Courage 2 core unit that's not like a mortar Um, yeah
0: (laughs) this is where Gar really starts hitting its stride because um, the phase 2's have a training slot so they can take Overwatch. So now, the yeah, because like that
1: Offensive Push came out with this wave too.
0: Did, oh yeah, because Offensive Push yeah. came out with the um, with the uh, upgrade packs. So like the Rebel Trooper mm-hmm. upgrade, the Clone upgrade, all of those. Yeah, Offensive Push was really good because that how that comboed with uh, take that Clankers, where before you yep. could you just had to have an aim, so you could move, tap Offensive Push to get the aim and then hit something from range 4, so you start almost range 5 away. That was really good, and then clones could standby share, so you could have a naked P1 at 52 points, take a standby, and it would be way far in your back lines, and you have a P2 in the front of your lines with Overwatch, and that unit can just spend that standby, get extra attacks off. So P2s really are a big unlock for clones.
1: Big, big. And then you have your B2s. Eh, they weren't they, super great. They made some noise. Tank, that Kyle was big right. into
0: the Maul B twos. You know, it was another yeah. reason. Well, it was, Maul,
1: Maul's not out yet.
0: Oh, true, true, true. Maul took a little bit more time. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, and then so B twos. You had your Saber tank, your AAT. Actually, after this release, uh, I had a skirmish tournament, and that was my first tournament, and I won with a Rex Saber list. <laughs>
0: there you so, go. Yeah. Saber it tank. Was fun time. Not too bad. I think around not this time. Bad. As well, we got a full preview of Arc Troopers. Um, they didn't actually release until the fall, but mm-hmm. you know, with the pandemic happening um, at this time, you know there was a lot of online play. You know, there's Invader leagues going on all throughout this, but you know, at the same time that in real life, uh, P twos are coming out uh, digitally. People are playing with arcs, and really, digitally is the only game in town. TTS because yeah because coronavirus so arcs as well with range 5 crit 1 um are just tearing things up so clones yeah. just rocket they are dominating mm-hmm. the um competitive scene this was a meta where there was no counter it was just someone else is playing rec star you should probably once play playing
1: more core focused <laughs> one's playing more arc focused like that's all it was yeah I also remember like I just came to mind but like back when the phase twos first came out and like following weeks like it was extremely hard to get your hands on Mm. a phase two because like there was like short I remember I called up a game store in California and I'm in Oklahoma and I called them up I was like hey do you have any like I, heard, I saw on your website that you had phase twos mm-hmm. and they said, yeah, we got, we got three units of them. So I was like, I'll take all three. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they shipped them over to me. So I got them all the way from <laughs> California. I was like, so I like scored big on that. Yeah. Um, they were tough to find. So they were, they were, it was uh, a good memory. Good memory.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk more? I know it was kind of, it was unless you were running for a long time. What were, what were all the silly tricks that Rekstar had? You know, when people hear Rex Star, what was the, quintes- yeah. the quintessential version of Rex Star?
1: Yeah, so this was during the standby sharing. Of course, you had like maybe one stand like. Um, you mentioned it before, but like you had your phase one just sharing standbys and like pretty much like th- that game. It was still like in range in a range three big bubble. Like you punish anyone like who came into range three of you, um, either with your arcs, putting them, um, giving them overwatch or giving your phase twos overwatch. And then you would just murder everyone. And then also would take that clankers. Um, you know, I'd like to give them to my. I like to give them to my like my arcs because mm-hmm. then you could do a range three shot with their uh, pistols. Were, were you doing full arc version
0: then? Or so? oh,
1: well, yeah, I did like I only did like one full arc with a um, with Echo. OK. And so, yeah, um, just because I can't leave. I can't bring a full arc without a reliable one. <laughs>
0: That's fair. Basically, there were a couple of uh, versions, right? There was an 11-act version, which was pure mm-hmm. beef. You had five cannoned yep. out P2s. Three arc snipers, a naked P1, Rex. Like, I think in that Invader League, there were, like, ten copies of the exact same list that you could fit in. It was so many red saves with reliable and aggressive tactics. Yes. It was... You couldn't chew through it.
1: Some people brought R2 and just, like, transported R2 to, like... Score, um, all w- every list had three snipers though, but like mm-hmm. that was back when like the snipers had lethal and critical one. So mm-hmm. like you like the snipers even when I played them like they chewed through armor like at range five. <laughs> so, yes, like, um, they were super oppressive on that. Like I like you could spend dodges, but like a situational awareness wasn't really out then. No, and so like um you just get a crit and then spend an aim and also aim like unlimited token sharing was possible so like Rex was just like there as a support like just double move like that's all he needs to do or like yeah. move standby move standby,
0: standby was huge and mm-hmm. turn zero tokens were a thing right so before you could trigger yes. tactical off of um a move during the deployment phase so you would scout yes. three art troopers they would all get a name you could even tap yes. uh you know Rex would scout he would get a name you could tap offensive push on units uh mm-hmm. when they scouting party and they would get aims. And then yeah. you had, and, before the game started, you had like four, five, six aims. And then you'd play Take that Clankers and nuke something.
1: Yep, exactly. Just like,
0: yeah, it's it was pretty oppressive. <laughs> it was. So. Arcs were, um, from what I'm told, were tested in the height of old tawns and shores. So mm. they were built for that meta. And then that meta got reined in. And there was no, no, it was no contest at that point. Yeah. They had no Predators. Yeah. No Predators. And so... Um, but... That was them. Yeah, for Worlds 2020, I'll, I guess I'll touch on it briefly because I was... Yeah. I was painting hardcore, like, redoing all of my Rebel Troopers at the time to, to, uh, to get ready for it. And... Arc troopers were not going to be out yet, so I was actually running a list that might sound kind of familiar. I had operative Luke, I had a rebel <laughs> officer, five DLT rebel squads, a mm. I think three snipers, maybe two snipers, and an FD turret. So yeah, even back in the day, I was I was liking the Op Luke Rebel DLT gunline.
1: So when did the, when did the DLTs like release?
0: They released as part of the. Um, the same time offensive push so with the um, upgrade pack so the Rebel Trooper upgrade pack had some guns that no one cares about the useless Rebel Specialist and the DLT that's right that's right that's right so cool I got five of those and basically only assembled the DLTs from from all five packs
1: yes yes so you had that and then so Worlds didn't happen unfortunately and then you had April 6th 2020 game changed a ton because silhouettes were announced Um, dang that's long ago right right and so just uh, so again no one was playing in person so this was all TTS so everyone like the TTS team like put the silhouettes in the mod and just like kind of changed the way just people played because like um, yeah I mean not a ton of like it didn't change a ton but like um, there was definitely it was a lot more precise I think it was
0: probably actually for the best in the sense that we got to kind of ease ourselves into silhouettes via TTS because you just click a button yep. and they come yep. up like using silhouettes in real life is a lot tougher um yeah but you know when we talk about our troopers and soon we're going to get like clan ren like they kind of necessitated the need for silhouettes because of the big yeah. um you know they're jumping on their jetpacks right so if you don't mm-hmm. if you have true line of sight it's going to be impossible to hide those guys going to be impossible to get covered So kind of necessitated the need for silhouettes, and then obviously, three years later, now we have silhouettes for everything in the game. Everything. That's that's when it started back on April sixth, twenty twenty, and then and then yeah, June five, we get vital assets. So this really takes things into overdrive because now you have eight cards in every category. So blue player, you're eliminating half the battle cards just by being blue player. And the cards themselves are things like, you know, Bombing Run opens things up for SKU lists quite a bit. Yes, yeah. So, I think it's not fully realized until a bit later, Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll get to that. But certainly, it gives us all the objectives, deployments, and whatnot that we have today. I'm all for having more of those. Of course, having more, it's just tougher to balance, but... Some really yeah, cool ones. Yeah. I really liked Payload before the change. It was probably my favorite objective. It came in Vital Assets. So some good stuff. Very creative yeah. deployments, I think, too.
1: Yeah, like Hemmed In was like a whole new <clears> thing <throat> that was like,
0: whoa. Yeah, the first non-symmetrical deployment. And only, I guess, mm-hmm. still currently.
1: Yeah, yeah, for but sure. We,
0: we get the real good one. Because that summer <laughs> is when Seth and I finally uh, start start talking online. I was looking back. We meet at online our old uh, Discord messages, we hammered out a lot of uh, ladder games. Ladder games, yeah. That was, I mean, I think at, at some point in a future episode, we'll probably talk more about the ladder and our yeah. experience with it. And kind of, for me at least, it was very big in, in just my practice and improvement. But June 26th, July 10th, July 16th, July 28th, it was just games, 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 games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was a good time. Good time for a lot for of sure. player. <laughs> and then uh, that's when also you showed me your uh, your gungan DLT unit yeah. that you got 3D this printed.
0: Is, <laughs> this is where we know we both love gungans. This I, I, my note in the show notes was uh, I think it was we know things are getting off on the right foot because I shared the picture of the gungan DLT. <laughs> I was also yeah very oh, happy with that one for sure.
1: Oh, man. And then what? We get paired up in the latter elimination.
0: Yeah, I think we were both playing some sort of Rex uh, Arcstar kind of list. I
1: think so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I
1: just I don't remember who won. I
0: think I, I won that one. And then probably I did. eventually lost to JJ, who was also playing a uh, a different oh. Arcstar kind of list uh, at the same yeah. time. That was an a great interesting car player, though. So Oh, also, yeah, a very, very good player. I think yeah. that was when we really had... Um, echo available because i think he wasn't Mm -hmm. legal for um echo and fives were not legal for invader but then Mm -hmm. we got more spoilers and we could use them for ladder and such so
1: playing around with them yeah and then uh, later that august uh what this is when our (laughs) our friendship grew more where i invited you to join uh to create a ybtl league Mm -hmm. team and so the start of our team name called Jar Jar Sphinx
0: once again more Gunkin love there yeah Gavin base team league really awesome starting up again in April we'll probably do some plugs for it then
1: mm-hmm. um yep
0: but yeah it's it's kind of crazy to me that it was again that long ago um but it was a lot of reps for sure yeah just for sure more, more games and yep yeah and as we say like kind of continuing that relationship and that's also when we get you know anakin maul the t-series so yeah the big one here well clone commander and t-series Clone commander yeah Clone commander with fives that's big news because that's coordinate that's more aggressive tactics value that's huge t-series that's what opens up a lot of cis um list building possibilities because now they have a cheap commander who's not grievous or dooku so that opens a mm-hmm. way for things like 13-act staps, which go on to do pretty well for, uh, you know, in the in the following Invader League.
1: Even now, yeah, they still do Even well. Even now,
0: they're kind of making a comeback, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the big thing for Clone Commander was actually, like, you had aggressive tactics, but, like was take that clankers cause it wasn't the orders like to mm-hmm. issue orders mm-hmm. for the card. It was anyone with the face type order. So you could get four units with the take that clankers. So you yeah. load up your face twos like every face two would have that, that move up to range
0: four and shoot. That's true. That was another big thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just when we thought it couldn't get worse, but luckily <laughs> it got it, worse. It, it did get better in November um yes because there was this was the first wave of nerfs for clones yeah how much did yes. this one hurt as a clone player
1: no not
0: at all <laughs> yeah it was not fair. at all, it, all fair. it was fair it, would, it was
1: fair uh, definitely necessity um this is actually when the rg released legion 2.0 so there's actually a lot of rule, rules changes on here because like not only did clones get nerfed but there was actually a lot of things that got buffed that hasn't been seeing play. Mm -hmm. um so for instance arcs nerfed like their price went up by like six points phase twos by two points um standby sharing taken away uh no more turn zero tokens so you can do that turn one big bomb um of course like you still did a turn one big bomb because take that clinkers was still really (laughs) good (laughs) good. (laughs)
0: um
1: wookies they got scale keyword because scale was released with general grievous grievous Mm-hmm. Uh so what they gave that to Wookiees and then they got a, they also got duelists so they could pierce mm-hmm. in melee. Um so that was really and they could block pierce, uh airspeeders. This is where airspeeders got a lot of love. They got surge to crit on their weapon. And so yeah. they had like what well, their impact three now surging to crit, so really good. And obviously um, a,
0: a big points reduction as well, so it didn't yeah, feel so bad. Yeah. Losing them if they actually had to roll saves.
1: Yeah. So double airspeeder actually after that update, like really like that saw a lot of play. Not mm-hmm. just because of the searcher crit, but like compulsory move could now use how it started was com- you had to do your compulsory move at the beginning of your turn every time. But now this update, you could do at the beginning or at the end of your turn, and so that also helped um, your T your T forty sevens like with like last first thing mm-hmm. on that. And so,
0: yeah, that was a, uh, and, a great change for sure. Yeah, a lot.
1: Great change. Uh, and then of course you could like attack out of and into an open transport. So now it's like the Gav tank, like, Oh, like I could bring an E web into the Gav tank and like do mm-hmm. some cool tricks there. And so or
0: I can put on um, a land speeder and just gunslinger away. So again, gunslinger I think away. really great changes there. I think yeah. for me, looking back at this one it makes me sadder thinking about our most recent change because mm. uh, looking at all the units that got help and yeah for me i think it's obviously there's always going to be some units that probably need to be toned down a bit it's yeah. unrealistic to just bring everything up you know that's going to be a tall order so some stuff's going to have to come down but i think it's it's a lot less of a feel bad if at the same time you can say hey all these things that were struggling we're giving them a boost that didn't really yeah. happen back in uh November 2022 or December and hopefully they get back to it that's what I'd love to see really the only thing that yeah. got help we were talking before the show was clone medics which was good but it's <laughs> not like Wookiees getting scale and do list and airspeeders getting surgery yeah. right like that those were yeah. huge yeah.
1: Huge changes, really good changes, um, and then you had the clone specialists and personal personnel uh, mm-hmm. expansions. So that was a lot of a uh, like your clone medics was released. Um, yeah, in February. Uh,
0: we got uh, yep. Vigilance, which came out with those expansions. Yes. So that's actually when I first yep. started playing around with um, you know Vigilance Rebel gunlines because again, arcs still had critical so if you had yep. and and really you know after the the nerfs Tenak rec Star was still very very good it was still very strong yeah but it did lean quite a bit on those arcs to get deadly wounds and if you had situational awareness and you always had a dodge it was actually pretty good tech into the clones so that's when i started playing mm-hmm. around with the uh, situational captains with rebel dlt's yeah yeah it didn't last long because of something else we'll talk about in a moment but i don't (laughs) want to skip over uh the dallas open 2021 my man seth taking it Uh, down
1: that was actually the first tournament since the covid so mm-hmm. it was the first big tournament that happened that people actually traveled to. It was also my first 800 point IRL tournament, and I played. I played a uh, my Rex gunline list, yeah. and so um, Rex Clone Commander four phase twos, one with fives, three Z sixes, phase one with the rocket launcher and three snipers,
0: ten ax yeah. really solid, <laughs> really solid, getting that big tournament win. Yeah, yeah, pretty excited. That next- was. I, I remember was it was super like, okay, fun. here we go. We're Jar Jar Sphinx. We're legit. We've got this guy. <laughs> We've got this guy, Seth. He's taking things down. Oh, man. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun.
1: And then uh, and then after that, we had uh, the closed transports. So oh. your bus came out.
0: Oh, the bus and the lap. But who cares about the lap? And the lap. Really? But who cares? Who the cares? The bus was nuts. And this is when I, uh, as soon as I had started experimenting with vigilance, <laughs> uh, rebel gun lines, I stopped experimenting with those because they got wrecked with <laughs> aggressive bus play. Buses delivering yeah. wookies into those guys did not end well. Um, oh, man. You know, all those aims before, you know, start of the round from Tactician. A theme here. Uh, getting three tokens before the round starts. Very powerful, it turns Pretty out. Good. Pretty good. What do you good. know? Getting any uh, so,
1: tokens before the round starts—that's not a surge token—is pretty
0: powerful. <laughs> I mean, even surge tokens, pretty powerful. Pretty yes. great. So buses were really big there. Um We didn't really have too much again. November 2021—that was kind of when I was starting up tournaments and kind of started uh, hitting the, really hitting them up regularly with uh SoCal yeah. Open 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, taking a single Which bus I, list. I, yeah, oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, like during this whole time, it's like we're also transitioning from FFG to AMG. Mm-hmm. So, like a lot of the, like the releases were pretty slow. News wasn't really coming. So, like mm-hmm. it's pretty. Legion got a little dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess for yeah. me, it was just starting. Play was picking up locally as far as like yeah, IRL right. play. Um, You know, with the vaccines coming out and everything. So I think that helped a lot for sure to make it not feel dead for on my side. But Mm -hmm. again, another thing that helped quite a bit in November, we got another big rules change. Uh, This one had quite a few changes for uh, turn zero. So now we got the four card flip. So you all four cards in your battle deck. Great change. Get um, flipped over because before it was just three. So, you Mm -hmm. know, someone could no longer force a single card because, again, we're kind of talking about 13-act staps. If they got Bombing Run in that third slot, then they could use both of their bands, And then there's no fourth slot, so you have to leave it on Bombing Run, and it's kind of game over. You know, similarly, way back in the start, we talked about KP if it came up in the third slot. So it kind of always was a barrier for for things and probably limiting for the design space so i think a really good change there with the four card flip and then also red player choosing the side of the table because before blue player got to choose that so kind of spreading around the benefits a bit more and then also rex nerfed again
1: big 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 nerf rex hasn't seen really play since then
0: you don't have arcs yeah, because he, he got upped in cost, arcs lost critical, but stayed hella mm-hmm. expensive.
1: Yeah, but like you can't share, you can only share one token for mm, yeah. attack or defend.
0: Right, and that is probably the biggest of those changes, for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: really big. And then after that, uh, since the clones got nerfed, we had to release non-clone units for Gar, Whoa, the Kashyyyk Yoda,
0: Yoda, Well, he's not a clone, <laughs> but- he works well not, I those. said non
1: clone yeah, units yeah. to car. And so <laughs> Kashyyyk wave, um, but Goten Wookiees got pretty overshadowed overshadowed by Magnas and Spiders.
0: Yeah. It did not take long for people to figure out Magnus Spiders are really good. I think. Really good. Looking back just off the top of your head, I think it's easy to overlook the dominance. It doesn't really stand out, at least for me. The same way um, Tawns and Shores dominated no. or oh, Arkstar, yeah. but like LVO, Magna Spiders winning that, um, Adepticon yeah. and Magna Spiders winning that, you know, some more stuff. Like it wasn't just they were winning tournaments, but like they were a majority of cuts. Like I think LVO 2022 of the top cut, which was a cut to six, I think like three or four players had all had two of Maul, Magnus and Spiders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were just really, really good, and they kind of. It was only recently that they actually got touched. They were a a unit that was uh, balanced by power creep, I would say, which we'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It was annoying to play against them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They they had a lot of answers.
1: So maybe that's just because I'm not a droids player. Oh, That's back. true. I'm not a George player either. Yeah. So so then later that spring of 2022, Matt, my boy Matt, wins the Bay Area Open. What were you running for that?
0: That was uh, Luke uh, Vigilance uh, DLT gun mm-hmm. line for that one. Beating Ayo. Bobby Joe, uh, that loser in the finals. So <laughs> that felt really good. I think, you know, I had never really actually won anything before, and I was slowly getting yeah like, okay, I made a cut at Adepticon. It was the first time I'd ever made a cut. And then Bay Area Open, it was... We we had actually had quite a bit of attrition. Um, I think Mm -hmm. they moved Star Wars Celebration to the same weekend and obviously the same state because it was down in Anaheim. So we lost a whole bunch of players. It ended up only being a 20-person tournament. But the quality of players Mm -hmm. was very good. So for me personally, it still felt like a... Validation, For which sure. was nice, yeah, kind of, yeah, clear that hurdle and and move on. So, yeah, we talked about spider droids uh, balanced by power creep, shadow collective, and specifically pikes is what did that. So they came pikes. out June seventeenth. <laughs> um, turns out, having units that are really good that also happen to have an impact one range four weapon, they can, can do a to lot of shots and can. Yeah, I remember when pikes came out, just trying that, and I was used to um, Rebel DLTs where it's like, okay, well, I hit six, and it's like, well, do- cover takes away two, dodge takes away one. Oh shoot, I act- I still have to roll three saves, and yeah. my Rebel troopers don't love that. Pikes they can be loaded up with dodges, so they're only running two or one save potentially, and it was like, oh, Yeah. oh, okay, this is this is very <laughs> good again free tokens at the start of a turn before the turn even begins what do you know it's very very good (laughs) on your core units. so it's every unit has that (laughs) yeah exactly just i remember like early when i was um i think i think at first i i was playing like triple vigilance with you know six pikes Mm. and it was something like you know 15 dodge tokens at the start of turn two and it's like this is this is wild. This shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> um,
1: and then later on, we got the battle forces. So right after Mercs, um, you had all four battle forces released for print and play, and of course you had the battle forces box. Um, you of course Blizzard came out, but I think Blizzard kind of it was kind of overshadowed because everyone was like thought. Echo based Defenders was super broken with their three pip.
0: And I'm not entirely, I'm not sure that that was wrong either. I think yeah. the 4FD version is a little too inflexible because, mm-hmm. you know, um, a very good player can uh, range control when a lot of your units can't move. I think I think Echo yeah. Base is kind of wrecked with uh, the deflect change and, and Commander Luke being yeah. way worse now. But... I mean, I think the two FD version where you turn the other two FDs into Chewy and the officer was actually probably very, very strong, but people were, people wanted to get those seven standbys off, which I can't yeah. blame them. It's really good.
1: It's really and, When it goes off, it goes off really hard.
0: Yeah. And I think people were a little hesitant about like a 10 activation list with, uh, with no order control for the bikes, you know, in, in Blizzard mm-hmm. Force but then once they start playing it was like oh yeah no this is just a ton of threat saturation and it's really good yeah but yeah definitely was not making waves right away i mean it did make lone star we'll talk about lone star in a second it made the the final day i think finished top 4 um and that was people still kind of figuring it out too right so it yeah. was actually kind of it was flying under the radar but it was still having success right away it
1: wasn't really talked about
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: and then we had the land open which was july mm-hmm. uh matt and i we meet in real life for the first time
0: yeah yeah uh, it was pretty cool matt
1: it was cool. It was fun meeting at uh, your friends that you've you just uh, you've only talked with online. Uh, really cool to meet them in person. Um, of course, Matt, you win this tournament with your mall bosque pike list.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep the streak alive. Once I got the taste, I just had to keep going.
1: Had to keep going. Yeah. Had to keep going. But uh, you didn't
0: do too bad either. You got best in faction for clones. I'll take it.
1: Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I went five and one. So. Um, yeah.
0: Not so. shabby at all it was, it was
1: Not shabby, I'll take it Hey, put my elo up So Exactly, I think
0: this is You broke top 10 after this tournament For North America
1: I think I did, yes, yeah. I broke top 10 uh, And then that fall You oh, have your oh, bounty You're 100. skipping over the, oh. the
0: biggest thing from Star. You're not oh. up here This, this oh, is where man. you commit to playing Yoda This is where you're bit <laughs> yes. by the Yoda bug That continues to this day
1: Man, I got the Yoda, man, because this is my first time, like, yeah, playing him in, like, a tournament in Yoda. I was just like, man, he's a drug. I played Yoda, Chewbacca, uh, four phase phase ones, two Z6s, two rockets, and then triple barks. And, of course, I had, like, a really high, I think I had a nine-point bid or something, and I just... It was super fun to play. So, it was a blast, for sure. He's a blast. Playing that, yeah, recon until on Chewie and then turn one, size matters sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not not too shabby. Yeah. So, um, so that was really fun. And then, you know, Fall, you have Boba. All your bounty hunters released, like yep. Boba. This is where your IG droids are released as well. <laughs> um. And so that
0: was... That was good. Um, this is where I start to... Uh, get into Empire because I figure, hey, I'm gonna fight mm-hmm. in and the IGs, anyways. Because, you know, for my Rebel Army, you know, why not play them in the Empire as well? Um, yeah. Buy just the units I need to to put together a list around that, and end up taking Empire to a couple tournaments, including mm-hmm. GSG uh, in November, which we both ended up going to. It was kind of a last minute ad. But it had a world's invite, yeah. which is uh, yeah. I'm sure what brought you down. Yeah, which I I,
1: I heard the rumors of that because I couldn't make LVO because I found out I was having a kid. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I just there's no way I can make a tournament like get worlds or I was hoping for a last chance qualifier. And then I heard about GSG that announced, and I bought tickets right away. So
0: yeah, and you you yeah. got the invite. Uh, that's when we uh, before the tournament we had already. Uh, decided to start doing the podcast but we ended up facing each other on the final table and that yeah. made the story for our inaugural episode uh so mm-hmm. we're, we're getting pretty close to the present day here uh december 2022 we get points updates that kill everything except blizzard uh, uh, but as we said,
1: medics get a bonus yeah. and i'm which happy gives actually a lot of life to Gar. so <laughs>
0: yeah yeah Hey, and meant I actually took them out and painted them so yeah uh, I'm a fan yeah
1: I got a whole other box of
0: the um, so yeah I don't know why but I already had three boxes of medics I'm not sure what possessed (laughs) me to do that back in the day I was a crazy (laughs) person Um, no idea yeah I mean I I go overboard I still have I think two uh, unpainted boxes of rebel Mandalorians just hanging around so I have a problem. Yeah, you, okay. I don't
1: think you'll ever paint them, so you're fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, they might end up as local prizes at some point here. There you go. There you um, go. But the CRB, obviously, big shakeup. We won't dive too deep into that. Um, yeah. Because, you know, now we're into territory where, hey, we've already talked about on the podcast. Yeah. CRB. Moth, Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Dark Troopers might be... Um, one of those things in the future that we look back on that's in kind of the same tier as Spiders, Tawns, um, Reckstar, all of those things. I think especially yeah. once Blizzard gets gets out of the way, probably it's going to be uh, a lot of Dark Troopers doing their Star Wars dubstep stuff.
1: Yeah, which I think we're going to look back. Honestly, I think we're going to look back and be like, man, I wish... It was nerfed or touched just because I feel like it's just gonna dominate worlds. Like it's gonna be Darkster Blizzard.
0: Like, yeah, the two of those. For or sure even we'll like Double Bounty. Like it's gonna be yeah. Empire. Empire. Uh, it's Empire has some problems right now. I got in at the right time, it seems. Yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. And so, yeah, so that's our that's uh, five year recap.
0: A lot wow. has happened. A lot has happened. A lot happened. has happened
1: some good, some neutral, a little bad.
0: Mostly good, I would say. You know, there's Mostly a reason good. we're sticking Mostly with good. this game, but
1: yeah, yeah, it's still a great game. Love this game. I hope to play this game for another 5 more years.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, for some of the newer players, this gave some good context, maybe for some more veteran players is a good trip down memory lane.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. When what it's I think it's pretty fitting that the five-year anniversary itself will be happening you know, a day before the last chance qualifier in Worlds, uh, the second Worlds yeah. starts. It's crazy that it's, it's even year five cooler. and yeah. it's Worlds two, but... Eh, right. It's, it's-, it's
1: like... I would say, like, this would be probably the first World Tournament because the first World Tournament um, was mainly just US players. Yeah. Um, didn't have a lot of people around the globe traveling. And so now, this tournament... There's we're hearing a lot of that. So
0: yeah. It's yeah. gonna
1: be fun. It's gonna be the, a fun time.
0: The game has matured a lot, and mm-hmm. I mean maybe I'm going out on a limb here. I don't expect any Wonder Twins to make the top eight at this world.
1: <laughs> I don't either. I don't expect Palp to make the top eight. No, I don't There's expect
0: Leia at all anyway maybe I'm to gonna- make the tournament
1: we'll see oh man oh man i'm even going to step forward i don't expect rebels to make the top eight
0: yeah yeah i would uh yeah uh they have some play with the fd turrets perhaps but it'll be tricky Op-loop's yeah, still good. we'll see we'll see i have we'll th- see there's some very good rebel players out there but hey, i mean there are we'll there save are. all that chat for the uh our next episode yeah. um with just us and and Todd, of course, uh, when we preview worlds that will we'll drop right when we're in the middle of playing games there. So yeah, look forward yeah. to that. Next week, we'll be recapping the Rocky Mountain Open. Um, so that will be uh-huh. very exciting as well. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And stay Gungan. This has been the Bombad General.
1: Listening to Bob Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may
0: include bad dice rolls, misfigures, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor, Bob Bad Generals is right for you.